So I presume we have a couple of rugby fans amongst you. Yeah? Anybody? Anybody play? Hands up, anyone? All right, nice, 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 great. Uh, um, if you're ever watching, uh, I think ro probably rugby more than, than soccer, um, and if you've ever been in the company of like a couch manager, you know, someone who sits on the couch and roars at the TV, oh, Sexton, you're useless, you're useless, right? And it's like, these guys are taking massive hits from big Welsh linebackers, right? Uh, these massive guys charging into a guy of decent stature, but not exactly the same weight, right, uh, as, as, uh, as, as these front row monsters. But anyway, so but you have someone sitting on a couch looking at this going, Hey, you're useless. Run faster. Would you hit him? Take him down, would you? And this guy might weigh like, you know, eight stone. And he's just roaring at the TV. Telling some guy who has trained fairly, fairly hard and is doing a pretty good job that he's useless. Right? Wouldn't know how to catch a ball at all. Wouldn't know how to kick a ball. Wouldn't know how to do jack if he actually was on the pitch. But can roar commands at, uh, at these guys here. So we, we often have this uh, experience of uh, from the sidelines knowing what everyone else should be doing. But people don't tend to take those kind of people very seriously, you know, because you know, anybody can roar advice. That's, that's easy. Uh, in Italian, they have a, 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 a famous and kind of funny expression. Uh, it's a quotation from Napoleon. I'm not sure if he ever actually said it, but their expression is, are we ready? And everyone says, yeah. Are we set? And everyone says, yeah. And then he says, off you go. <laughs> right? You're getting the subtlety there. Are we ready? Are we set? Off you go. Pronouns. Very important. Okay. So point being, he's not leading from the front. He's sending them into battle while he stands back. Okay. And I think instinctively, we don't like following leaders like that. If people don't practice what they preach, we don't like, we won't follow them. Well, you follow them if you have to. But like, as in if they're your boss, they're your boss. Nothing you can do about it. But like, people who lead have to practice what they preach. People who, who properly lead have to practice what they preach. Back uh, at the end of the 19th century, into the 20th century, there was a very famous man from Kildare, from Kildare, uh, Ernest Shackleton. And he was uh, a great explorer in Antarctica. Okay? So he led expeditions in some of the harshest conditions on the face of the planet into areas where no human being had ever gone before. Still on the earth, but no human being had ever gone there and come back. Right, so this, was, this was like cutting-edge stuff. Uh, there, was the, there were various races to try and get to the South Pole or, or map certain parts of Antarctica. Okay, so Ernest was fairly, fairly well-known, I suppose, in this area, in this field. And he, he wrote a, a famous letter, which was published, trying to recruit sailors for his expedition and the the letter was the following or the the advertisement men wanted for hazardous journey small wages bitter cold long months of complete darkness constant danger safe return doubtful honor and recognition in event of success how many replies do you think he got Good man, I like it. Thousands. Thousands 
of replies from men to this letter saying, to this advertisement, right, saying, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful. Ooh, sign me up. They did. Thousands of men signed up. Why? Why? Why would you sign up for something like that? Hmm? Not really, though. They're not going to get paid savage wages for this. And even if they were, even if you were to get paid, like, you know, half a million euros or something, would you do it? For, would you do that for money? Reputation. Reputation. Now we're talking. There's something more, there's something more behind it, exactly. It's like this sense of, of achievement and purpose and doing something that no one has done before. You know, it's like to be the first people to map that part of Antarctica or get to the South Pole and, and return. No matter what you're paid after that, your reputation will, will, will last forever. Okay? But another thing that's really important here is that they knew Ernest Shackleton, the guy who wrote the advertisement, he was the one leading the way. He was going first. He was going with them. He wasn't sending them out and, you know, we hope it all goes well for you, best of luck. But he's leading the charge. He's in the front. So he's there in the bitter cold with them. He's there in the darkness with them. In our reading today, or in our gospel today, the, the main theme is it's, it's hypocrisy, basically, and, and, and to avoid it. The scribes and Pharisees occupy the chair of Moses. You should do what they tell you, do what they say, but do not be guided by what they do, because they don't practice what they preach. They don't practice what they preach. Same like in, in, a, in a school situation, if a teacher is always harping on to you about being punctual, but arrives regularly late. Uh, uh, sir, man. You know, you're, you're not going to take him seriously, like, you know? So... The teachers have to be on time, or ye won't be. Okay, why? Because the leader has to lead by example, or they don't lead at all. And so it is in, in, in the faith as well. Like we, it, it, this is like some of the, the experience we've had over recent decades in the church as well. If we in the church don't lead by example, then we don't lead at all. We have to lead by example. So, in our faith, we need people who, who show us what the faith looks like when it's lived out. And hopefully, or thankfully, you have people in your life who did so. Maybe uh, some of you have a parent or a grandparent who lived the faith well. You know, you saw like it actually, it set them free, it gave them life. Or maybe you have a, a teacher who you know is a person of faith. And you see this, this makes them not just kind of a better person, but it, 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 more fulfilled, happier, more joyful, more free because of their faith. So... They don't necessarily need to kind of preach about it or talk about it all the time. You see it in their life. You see by their example. This is what the faith does. It gives life. It gives joy. It's a good thing. And these kind of people who lead by example, they are missionaries. So each one of us, we're called to, to, to learn from the good example of others and then to witness to that faith ourselves to experience what it's like to, to have a relationship with the Lord. Some of you yesterday wrote your prayer intentions. They're here in front of the altar. So the point of this is that this is an expression of faith, right? So I'm writing down my intention, my, this, this problem or difficulty or this person that I'm praying for, and I'm raising them up to God, believing or knowing that God will take care of them, that God will answer my prayers. So this is an expression of faith. So all of us have, have, have a degree of faith. We hope that that degree of faith will always increase. And that's why it's so good that you're all here. 
You're exceptional, by the way. You're an exceptional group. You did something that, that doesn't normally happen. Uh, the day you were arriving, we heard that there were more of you coming than we had expected. Now, that's good. It created a small bit of stress, but don't worry. You're worth it. But it, that, it's, it's actually good that the last minute, more people signed up than we had expected. So you guys are exceptional. All right, so we're actually really, really glad to have you here. And really glad that you would do two days of a retreat with us. You're awesome. Well done. So, today we ask the Lord to increase our faith. To increase our faith. We, we believe he exists. That's nice. It's not enough, though. We believe that he's up there somewhere. It's true, but not enough. What we should be striving for is that I actually know him. That I actually know who God is as a friend. That I know who Jesus is as my brother. And in order for this to happen, we need witnesses. We need examples. We need people who lead the charge. So we need the saints, their example. And we learn from those around us who have faith. And then we will experience what it is like to have life and life to the full. To have life and freedom. To have not just, um, people would tell us today, it's kind of a common thing, be all that you can be and dig deep and you know, realize your full potential. And that's grand, but sometimes, actually, sometimes your full potential isn't very big in a particular area. Sometimes maybe, maybe you're just not very athletic. Sometimes you're just maybe not very academic. It happens. None of us are good at everything. But then there are further situations down the line as you get older where you won't have a solution when you or someone you love gets diagnosed with cancer. Okay, you're kind of at the mercy of, of the medical professionals, but you've no solution to that. So like digging deep, being all that you can be, doesn't really help you much there. Whereas relying on God, who is Father, who is love, that's a different level of, of assistance and help and support altogether. So Lord Jesus, increase our faith. Deepen our relationship with you. That whatever this world throws at us, whatever challenges come our way, we might always find you, the way, the truth, and the life. Amen.